Today's episode on Songs from the Cellar, we've got Sister Hazel and Mike Reed in the house. You're gonna hear some amazing songs. We're gonna have an amazing time. Songs from the Cellar, and go. Excited. This is a very cool little deal you got. Mm -hmm. Would you say this is music driven or song driven, Phil, or is there a distinction? You know or what? is it whatever driven? I think this show, because I'm getting interviewed today, uh, no, I think what is what it is is just about, you know, it's about life and stories and songs. Of course, all of us play music and write songs, and some of the biggest songs ever written, you know, you wrote. Like when I first came to town, you know, my first ride around I ever saw you were in it. First ride around I ever saw. At the Bluebird? Amy Curlin, who, who started all that, oh, the yeah. Bluebird. And if you think about it, I mean, it's such a known place. There is really no other place in the world yeah. like the Bluebird. It is the place for the songwriter. Because those you, early song yeah. hits of yours that you had or had, were, had you written those by that you time? Know, not, you know, some of it I had, you know, because... Carlene, was that... Was that, that a, was a little later, you know, and I wrote Charlie and, Rory, and uh, Rory, you know. Oh, okay. And then, you know, but a lot of the stuff, because I couldn't get anybody to write with me, so 30 years, sure. I'm all right. A lot of the hits I had like that were just songs 30 I 30 years? You had written 30 years? Then? Yeah, some of that, you You're know. You're kidding. Or right, it was right after that I'd moved to here. You know, I think, I wrote it a few years later on my birthday, literally, but I think... Um, you know, but walking into that room, of course, you know, you, you come to town and you got a little chip on your shoulder. You think, and it was just like, I think good Lord just went, how about this? And I was just like, uh, yeah. So I went to work at Red Lobster. <laughs> and Everybody felt, everyone has that, you know, you have, if you're, if you're sufficiently engaged in. I wasn't engaged at the time. No, no. Oh, you mean, oh no, just kidding. <laughs> that I, was, I think I was married. Again. You've never been, well, actually, you've never been sufficiently engaged. Yeah, I've never been sufficiently engaged. <laughs> Efficiently engaged either. I've never been any of them. If you're sufficiently engaged in your own life, you know, that's what they don't kind of tell you, you know, when, you, when you're trying to write an idea that you hope people will. And they don't really, nobody sits you down and says, what do you think? Wow. And so there was a guy that used to come up to those songwriter meetings, Rob Galbraith. Oh, yeah. And he said, well, before you leave town, you know, uh, before you leave town... Come bring me a song. Well, I took him a song that this other guy hated, and, and uh, he said, well, I, I don't, nobody's going to cut that, I'm the, you know, but I love what's going on in there. And just that little one thing, who, and he would say to me, I remember playing a song, and he pointed a line to me, and he said, do you believe this line? And I said, why, why, what's that have to do with anything? He says, well, you don't believe it, but you think other people should believe it? But it is true. I think, you know, I, I, you know, some people are just born to entertain. I love it. You, Being on stage, I, it's, it's like when I have the most fun. Have you ever played in front of people that didn't get you? Well, you know, I think we all have it. I think, you know, I grew up playing in clubs, you know, a lot of clubs. I played clubs in front of 20 drunk people or two or 10,000. I mean, I've played in so many different. I feel like I can play in any situation and I, I'm not worried about it. I'm comfortable. And if not everybody's going to like you every night. But you just, that's the goal, is just find that guy that's just going, 
why am I here? My wife brought me here. Who is this? You know, that's what I, you know, whatever. That's the guy I want to look at and focus on the whole night. You know, that's what I want to do. See, you know what I would do to yeah. fight spot that guy? You'd punch him in the head. No, I wouldn't punch Yo. him in the head. I would agree with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I would agree with him. I would say, you're right, and, yeah. <laughs> and I don't deserve your attention. And I would go off and... Being an entertainer is not for the faint of heart. No, no, hell no. It's like a comedian or whatever. But you, you're you a real artist, a singer, songwriter, artist. There are entertainers that are terrible artists. They're not artists at all, but they're great entertainers. Please play I Can't Make You Love Me. Because speaking of that, I mean, of course, this song's been recorded by everybody. I mean, I remember hearing George Michael do it, and I about wet my pants. But of course, my favorite still, Bonnie Raitt's one of my favorite artists. She does things that even now to that song that Alan and I didn't put in it. I mean, it's just, it's so her own. It came through us that it is so her. But yeah, there have been a lot of wonderful. So I think Bonnie's that artist too that, you know, that, you know, I've seen her and been, I haven't even done shows with her, you know, but I'm just like, I sit there and I just, I'm in awe. Because I've never heard her sing a bad note. I've never heard her flat or sharp or anything. Isn't that true? That's that's totally true. I don't physically, physically, I wonder if she can even do that. I don't. And neither can you. All right, let's do this. Yes, this is I great. can. Let's see.
close my eyes Then I won't see The love you don't feel When you're holding me Morning will come I will do what's right Just give me till If you don't You can make your heart feel Something it won't Here in the dark In these vinyl hours I will lay down my heart I'll feel the power What do you say to that? I mean, forgive the over dramatization there. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's ridiculous. Isn't it? Well, it doesn't get better than that. <laughs> Songs from a cellar, Mike Reed. I love you, brother, man. Right, Thank Phil, you so much for you, being buddy. here. Thank you. Wow. I mean, wow. How are you doing, guys? Rolling, What's rolling, up? Rolling. Great, Phil, good to be here, man. Thanks for coming to the cellar today. Oops, nice to be here, brother. I'm glad you're here. Thank well, you guys for coming in and rocking with me today, man. This is yes, cool. Absolutely. But, um, but, you know, live is kind of your thing, too, no you doubt. know? And, uh, you know, that's so... Uh, you know, our, our thing has always been write good songs that you're proud of, put on live shows that people walk away going, that was time and money well spent. Right. We got to have fun up there. Yeah. And then take care of those fans, the hazelnuts, you know, that, yeah. come, that have allowed us to be a band for 22 years, 22 yeah, I mean, years. Yeah, I, I don't think hazelnuts. I love that. The hazelnuts. Yeah. I had them once. <laughs> uh, but it was a long time. Yeah, a little, little ointment. Cured it. Yeah, it fix was, it right up. I don't think you can maintain, you can't maintain this business without you know, having a connection with your fans and continuing to nurture that relationship and then, you know, we do a lot of event stuff, too, that, that gives our fans an opportunity 
to mingle with the band and, and get to know each other better. And we'll, we'll do special sets and different things like that. And, you know, we've been doing the rock book now for 17 years. I can't believe I that. I mean, you guys kind of, that was your deal. Y'all yeah. kind of came up with that whole deal. And now everybody's just kind of copying yeah, it. Yeah, we but. pioneered it basically to thank people from taking us from a van and trailer to our first big platinum record. Wow. And we took half a ship. And it went so well, we go, we're on to something. Next year, we took the whole ship, and in 17 years now, and... Let's just do one of your new songs. Let's do it, man. Got it? Yep. You start out. Here we go. Well, I painted and I fixed up Every inch of this old truck I worked late every night for months I could take it with me when I go. Got good friends I hang around. Familiar streets that I drive down. Yeah, I got some history in this town. Wish I could take it with me when I go. stars up in the sky the moon reflecting in your eyes cause girl your love is so sweet tonight wish I could take it with me when I go yeah man wish I could take it with me when I go oh no wish I could take it I remember one of the first times I ever saw saw Chet Atkins, right? And oh, we're talking yeah. about Chet. God. And he was talking about the musicians, and he said, uh, and this guy goes, how, how do I know if I'm good enough to get to Nashville and play? He goes, 
All right, where do you live? And, and Chet said, and the guy goes, I live up near Baltimore. He goes, okay, I'll tell you what, as soon as you get to Bristol, I want you every exit, I want you to stop and go into the, like the Texco station and see if you can play better than the attendant. And if you can play better than the attendant, <laughs> right. keep coming. Right, exactly. He said, as soon as you can't, turn back. <laughs> and I totally understand. I thought exactly that was the coolest story I'd ever heard. No, no doubt about it, man. No doubt about so it. So how did Sister Hazel, the name, come out? The name. I think so, it's really interesting. You know, we're, we're, Drew and I are lifelong Gatesville, Florida residents. And I was a little boy in Gators. Gators. Go Gators. Go Gators. Um, when I was a little boy in Gainesville, these you know back when there were thirteen channels in a U, remember that? I remember that. So there was uh, this lady <laughs> named that. this lady <laughs> named Sister Aza Williams. Um, she ran like a rescue mission, and she was a, a female black female minister. Right. And um and and she they talk about she was doing this for the homeless or this for the needy, and I'd say, Mom, that lady's helping out people she doesn't even know. And my mom goes, Yeah. And it was my first kind of notion about service work and doing that kind of thing. So, you know, we would pop in there helping serve the homeless or feed things or donate things through the years. And then, you know, many years later when we were looking for a name for the band, you know, that's always fun. Right. There's yeah. always some weirdness. Anyway, we, we kind of wanted something that represented unconditional regard for everybody. Right. And that's what her deal I picked, was. I picked Creed. Yeah. <laughs> I tried Matchbox <laughs> 20. Like, that's, that's a ridiculous name. Yeah. Journey. So, yeah. yeah, it won't work. Sticks, so, nine, you know, but at the end of the day, she was one of those people that regardless of race, religion, age, whatever, I mean, she said... If you're down on your luck and you, you need a place to regroup and dust off, come on. And so we thought that was a cool name. <laughs> Remember the words? I know. Finally I figured out what it took a long, long time. Oh, now there's a turnabout. Maybe because I'm trying. There's been time I'm so confused Baby, on my road Will it lead to you? Just can't turn and walk away Out. But it took a long, long time. 
Oh, and now there's a turnabout. Maybe cause I'm trying. There's been time. I'm so confused. Maybe I'm my Well, thank you guys for being on Songs from Minnesota. Oh, it's our pleasure, man. Thanks for having us, Andrew, thanks, man. Good to see you. Good to see you, too, man. We got to get on the road together, man. It's time. We need to make that happen. Yeah. Look out. You heard him. Lock him up. Look out, all you hazelnuts. Give me running in a rock. That's right. Thanks, man. Thanks for being on Songs from Minnesota. Peace out, everybody. See you guys. See you next time. Thank you.